For some background info, at the time of this story I was 13, and I'm also a female. It was around mid-March in Canada, so there was snow and slush everywhere. Now that that's out of the way, on to the story. I was walking alone to the store that was about a five minute walk from my house because I wanted some chocolate and a drink. It was relatively warm that day, so I wore my spring coat and some sneakers, which now thinking back, wasn't a very good idea considering the conditions of the ground and such. As I walk into the store, I did my normal gaze around the place, just looking at everyone inside to see if anyone I know was inside or something. Almost immediately, a balding man in a red tracksuit with white stripes who looked to be in his early to mid-fifties caught my attention because he was already looking at me. While I was walking around trying to decide what to get to drink, I felt like I was being watched, and I saw him about to leave the store, but he was looking at me. I shook it off, thinking I was just being paranoid again. After I left, I quickly got what I wanted, paid for it, and left. When I got outside, I saw somebody squatting next to the door with their hands in their pockets, and they had their head down. After taking a second glance, I then realized it was the same balding guy from earlier that had raised the red flag for me, especially since he looked up partially before quickly putting his head back down when he then saw me looking at him. After that, I started to make my way home in a hurry, but I felt like something was wrong because I've listened to enough true crime in my life to know that this was a little fishy, to say the least. I looked over my shoulder, expecting to see nothing, but what I saw caught me off guard a little. The man was now jogging right after me, and he was catching up quite quickly. I then made a break for it, bolting out of the parking lot as fast as I could. I made it out of the parking lot, and I had stopped running for a second to catch my breath. After almost slipping because of the slush, I then turned to see that he was still following me. I took no more time trying to catch my breath before I started running like my life depended on it, which I really thought it did in the moment. After another little bit of running, I turned around and I actually saw him walking back into the parking lot. That's when I then made it to the bus stop that had multiple people at it, but I wasn't going to take any more chances. I then ran back home telling my mom everything that happened. She was slightly freaked out about it, but she was overall happy that I made it home safely. I know it's probably not the most scariest thing out there, but at the time, it really terrified me. Who really knows what would have happened if I never noticed him following me? I'm still very curious about it, but I'm glad I wasn't curious enough to stick around and find out what he wanted. My name is Jay, and this is the story on how me and my little sister almost got kidnapped. For some context, I was a 12-year-old male at the time, and my little sister was around 5 to 6. We lived in a decent neighborhood, but it wasn't perfect. There was a lot of druggies and weirdos. But I want to say that it was around 7.30pm around winter time, so it did get dark pretty fast. Well, me and my little sister decided to walk to the store to go get some snacks. The store wasn't that far from us at all. It was like maybe a 15-minute walk down a long street, but it was pretty well lit up with houses and stores, etc. 
We walked there plenty of times with no issue, but we were always taught to keep up our guard, even at that age. So we went to the store, got our stuff, and then left like any other time. We made it halfway up the street, and at this time, our house was seeable. This will be important for later. So as we're walking up a hill, this U-Haul pickup truck cuts us off by pulling into an alley and blocking the sidewalk. It was a man lady and a pit bull dog. I would say that the man was in his early 40s, and I didn't really get a good look at the female, but I want to say that she was in her late 20s to early 30s. When he stopped us, he asked if we needed a ride home, then sang, It's pretty dark and cold outside. I really don't think it's safe for y'all to be walking. I told him no and that our house wasn't that far from us, not wanting to show him where I stayed at. At this time, my sister's very close to me, and their dog is barking while the lady just watches us while he talks. He then proceeds to keep trying to convince us to let him give us a ride home. Me not wanting to be rude or piss him off, I continue to tell him nicely that it's okay, and that I don't live that far away from here. I even mentioned that there wouldn't be enough room for two extra people to fit in a three-seater pickup truck, with two people and a grown pit bull already inside. Then I told the man that I'm going to call my mom and see if it's okay, knowing that she will definitely not be okay with it. This was my own way of telling my mom that I needed her to help me. When I called and she answered, I then told her that a man and a woman was offering to give us a ride, and she instantly got mad. The man heard her on the phone, and he leaned in his head, indicating he was trying to listen, and I told him she said no. Right at that moment, my mom was coming outside, knowing we weren't that far away from the house. And as soon as the guy in the U-Haul then saw my mom, he immediately sped off. That's how I know he was up to no good. After that, me and my sister got a pretty good pep talk about strangers, as well as human trafficking. So yeah, everyone, please be careful. You really have no idea what someone's true intentions are. I'm a female, and this happened when I was young, between 15 and 16 years old. Some of my friends and I went to a local lake to go swimming and hang out. After being there a while, my friends decided to leave, and I wanted to stay because I really love swimming and I didn't live that far away from the lake, and I could just walk home. As I was there alone, this couple and their friends, who seemed to be in their 30s, had started harassing me. I don't really recall why, now thinking back on it. The one doing the harassing was a guy, and being I was a female, the guy got his girlfriend to start in on me as well, thinking just because I was a child that they could take advantage of me, and that I wouldn't do anything about it. The girl started in. She walked up behind me and grabbed my hair, and I ended up kicking her ass, and I ripped off her bathing suit top, making a fool of them. I think that they really thought that just because I was young that I couldn't fight. During all of this, a guy that I knew who will refer to as E was at the lake, and he actually came and comforted me, and he offered to take me home. Also, I didn't know at the time that they had all been drinking, I was young, and I had never really been around anyone who had drunk alcohol, so I didn't know the signs to look for. I also didn't know any of his friends, 
red flag. And since everything that happened, I just agreed to take the ride home for me. When we all left, I found out that E wasn't actually the driver, but I didn't really think too much into it. As for the driver, we'll call him F. Well, F went right past my driveway, and I told him he passed my driveway to drop me off at, which was another red flag. He just replied back with, Oh, no worries. I just want to go by the store first and get some more drinks. Again, I didn't think anything about it, being the store wasn't that far from my home. So, I was just waiting in the car with E while F went into the store. When F came out of the store, he got into the car, and he started driving in the complete opposite direction of my home. At first, I wasn't paying much attention, and when I finally noticed, I then told him, Hey, you're supposed to drop me off at home. F then replied back with, Oh, we're going back to the lake, but I wanted to go back to my house first to get something, and come to find out they lived about 25 miles from the lake. We got to Ev's house, and they all went inside. I was sitting in the car thinking to myself that if he wanted to just get something, then they should be right back out. But no, they were inside there for a while. So I got out, went inside, and I then found D. I asked what was going on and how I thought that they dropped me off at home and how it's getting really late and I really needed to get home. He just kind of looked at me, drunkenly saying, I don't have a car and I can't drive like this. The only car is F's car. I totally lost it at this point and I decided to just say screw it and walk home. I left out the door with F following behind me, telling me to come on in and to just stay the night that'll take me home in the morning. I replied back with, No, my mom will be worried about me, and I'm not allowed to spend the night with guys. I kept walking, and he just kept following me. I took a path in the woods that I knew would take me closer to the store that I saw up the road, and F continued to follow me, asking me to stay. When I kept refusing, he then decided to run upon me and then push me down. I was terrified, thinking what have I gotten myself into and whether I would ever see my family again. At this point, I was in the woods, not knowing how close any people were to us, and I just started screaming, and I kept screaming. When all of a sudden, this man and his kid came from out of nowhere and then ran at F. F actually took off running, and the man then asked me if I was alright. I just said yes as I was crying. He took me to his campsite and then he had to drive me a short distance to the store to use the payphone to then call the police and my mother. When my mother got there, we had to wait for the cops because at the time, the closest police station was about 35 miles away. After the police got there, they questioned me and they put me in the police car and they asked me to show them where this creep lived. I took them to the house and they went and knocked on the door and they questioned everyone who was there and they then had me point out which one attacked me. So I pointed out F. I pointed to F, and they arrested him. So to all the girls out there, even if you know one person in the group, that doesn't mean they're all good people. I had to find that out the hard way. Thank God that man and his son were out camping that weekend, or I probably wouldn't be here to tell the story. I hope this all makes sense, I tried my best to recall this story the best that I could, being that this happened nearly 40 years ago. 
Thank you, and be safe out there, everyone. My name is Brian, and I'm from Alaska. I found your channel a little over two and a half years ago, shortly after I lost my father to cancer. Your narrations have really helped ease me these last couple of years. When I first started listening to scary stories, I had no idea we could submit our own. I decided that I'd like to submit mine. The story begins with me being born in Nome, Alaska, with a physical condition that required me to go through surgery. It was on the second hour of the beginning of my life, and several more times since. As you can probably guess, this constituted countless trips between my hometown of Nome and Anchorage, Alaska for follow-ups and checkups. I'm 33 years old today, and this happened to my younger biological brother, who was adopted by my uncle. I was five at the time, and my brother was four. I was on one of my medical trips into Anchorage with my mom and brother. His name was Ross, and we were visiting our relatives with his parents. My cousin, who was an adult, Ross's older sister, had picked us up to visit with her and Ross at her apartment. The apartment consisted of two separate L-shaped buildings adjacent to one another, creating a sort of square bracket. When you walk out of the apartment across the courtyard and turn left at the sidewalk of the street, then walk less than a block, there was a park on the other side of the street for kids of our age at the time. Ross and I were playing, but were climbing on that dome-shaped monkey bar and rocking on those animals, like the horse, unicorn, etc. I remember vaguely, but we had started to argue about something when a man with long, white, brown, and unkempt hair came up to the fence. He had offered us some candy, and he started to smile with brown, disgusting teeth, and he was wearing a light brown trench coat. When we looked at his open palm, there wasn't even anything in his hand. Both of us were instantly on edge, and we didn't want to approach him. I don't know about my brother, but no one had ever spoken to me about stranger danger. Nevertheless, neither of us were stupid. We weren't even answering, except to say no. When fear filled my tiny body, I couldn't even hear the man's words. But I know he was agitated, and he was swearing at us, then telling us, You little shits, get back over here! We then started moving towards the gate of the fence to run back to the apartment, but the man quickly moved to the gate. But before it could even reach the gate, a voice from across the lot on the side of a building rang out, then asking the guy what the hell he thought he was doing. I turned and looked, and it was a young man, maybe freshly out of high school, and he was with a few of his friends. The man was actually going to continue and attempt to grab us, but the young man then took three or four huge strides, demonstrating he'll catch up to this pedophile. I'll fucking kick your ass, old man! The man got scared and then scampered off. My brother and I were so thankful to that young man, we kept thanking him over and over as we ran back to the apartment. My mom and older cousin were just so busy being happy to see each other and catching up that they didn't even realize we had even stepped out and ran off to the park. Of course, you can probably guess that we didn't leave the vicinity of the apartment for the whole rest of the day, but we didn't tell the grown-ups about anything that happened either. That was one of the few experiences I've had in a city encountering a dangerous stranger. I also have another story about nearly getting jumped in the same city at the Midtown Walmart. 
but that happened much later in my life. I don't consider that one to be nearly that scary, but my mom and I escaped an imminent robbery. Thank you to Southern Cannibal for even taking the time to read my story. As always, be safe out there everyone, and always try and steer clear of predators. I live with my parents and siblings in a three-bedroom mobile home. I'm the eldest of three, followed by my brother and then sister. We all work day shifts while my sister works night shifts. This incident happened on one of those nights. My sister and I sleep in the same room. My sister recently bought a chihuahua from our last trip to Mexico, so this is kind of important. My sister was working that night, so I had the room all to myself. And since her pup was still getting used to her new home, I had let her sleep with me on my bed. Around one in the morning, I was half asleep when I heard what sounded like whistling from the distance. It's important to note that our mobile home has two entrances. There's the main entrance and then the side entrance. Our main one has a ramp and the other one doesn't. Anyways, I kind of just laid there with wide eyes, confused wondering as to why whoever it was was out there this late at night. I looked down at my legs to see if the pup could hear it too, but she was asleep, so I thought I must have imagined it. However, I heard it again, but this time it sounded a little closer, like right in front of our house. They whistled a third time, and this time followed by footsteps going up the ramp, then ringing the doorbell. Another thing to note is my bed is right next to the window, which is right next to the main entrance. So if I peek through the window, I could see half of the person out there, but I always keep the blinds closed. So unfortunately, I can't see who's out there. Now, surprisingly, I wasn't scared or anything, but at the same time, I didn't want to look and see who it was and then get their attention. I didn't move, and I just waited to see if my parents or brother heard the doorbell as well. But it was quiet. I didn't hear anyone else getting up. The walls are thin, so you can pretty much hear everything. So after a few minutes of silence, whoever it was walked back down the ramp and whistled again. I thought it was over, but five minutes later, I yet again heard the whistling, as well as the footsteps coming up the ramp and the doorbell. This time I got worried, thinking that they might want to try and break in or something. I quickly set up at the same time the pub did, and we both looked towards the window, as if we were waiting for something bad to happen. And again, just like before, they left, whistled one last time, and everything went silent. I then heard my brother coming out of his room, so I quietly got out of bed and then met him halfway in the living room. He had a confused look on his face, and I then whispered, Hey, did you hear the doorbell? He said he did, and we both discreetly peeked through the curtains, but we didn't see anyone. What about the whistling? Did you hear that too? He looked at me puzzled, and he said he didn't. I was contemplating whether or not to wake up my parents, but I decided not to. Later in the day, I did actually tell my dad what happened. Before all this happened, my dad and I were actually talking about getting some cameras set up. 
and we never really went back to the conversation. But after this incident, he finally decided to put up the cameras. To this day, I still wonder who it was and what the hell was their intentions. Did they need help or were they just trying to creep me out? I guess I'll never really know. It's been a long time and I haven't heard anything like that since.